We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, the number one podcast network for today's Kansas City sports fans. With former players from your favorite teams, informed perspectives, and former insiders, this is the place for you. KC Sports Network is proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in possible. Welcome, everybody, to the Border War Podcast Sports Network. We are presented by 360 Vodka. My name is Jared Sutton. I'm joined, as always, by Jeff Jeff, how are you doing? Thanks I'm doing good. I, th- I think I some, yeah, I think I had some fuzz on my face. So I was wiping it off. So yeah, I'm good though. You know, Thanksgiving coming up, time to eat. Uh, this is the I'm earliest we've done a podcast too. So you know, we're we're it getting, is. We're getting it one is. in before uh, the the holiday gets kind of out of control here for, for sure. For, and you you got practice, and I'm I'm calling the Mizzou game tonight. So we got a lot <laughs> going on. But let's dive right into it. Um, Big game today for the Kansas Jayhawks. We are yeah. recording on, on Wednesday morning. They get NC State tonight. Uh, we'll preview the NC State game, but I did want to dive in first to the Southern Utah win uh, at Allen Fieldhouse. Kansas gets the, the victory to get to 4-0. And Jalen Wilson was excellent. Yeah. Um, another just dominant performance from him going for 33 points. He had six rebounds, um, was really efficient from the field, got to the free throw line. Uh, Grady Dick also had a really good game as well. Very efficient, hit four threes. But they were challenged by this Southern Utah team. And I wanted to start, Jeff, just by, you you know, back in your your career when you played, I think fans need to understand in, in non-conference basketball, you know, there's going to be games where you're, you know, picked to win and the line is yeah. 17 or 20. <clears throat> sometimes those those lines don't take into consideration, you know, a team, you know, this early in the season that might yeah. be pretty good. You know, yeah. that might be an under-the-radar team. And we knew, go. we talked about it last week, Southern Utah can score and had multiple guys that can score. And they they really challenged Kansas and Allen Fieldhouse. What was kind of your takeaway? And, you know, I think just good for fans to know that not every game you're going to win by 20, 30 points, even, even in non-conference play, especially this early in the year. Yeah, you know, kudos to Southern Utah. You know, they – they came into one of the toughest buildings to 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 play in and and it was a back and forth game. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think I am coming down with a little cold. But it was a back and forth game. Uh, you know, until late into the second half until the Jayhawks pulled away. But again, you talk about the offensive uh firepower. 
that Southern Utah is used to producing. And, you know, they put up 126 points this season. So that goes to show you that they definitely have a knack for scoring. And, um, but kind of what I really took away from it was from the Kansas side being a Jayhawk is that at the end of the day, you got to be able to grind out wins like that. You know, I remember back in the day when I played, you know, we were playing Richmond in similar a, a game like this. And to me, this is when Richmond wasn't as hot as what they were now. Uh, but they uh, they came down and hit a buzzer beater shot for us and uh, butter, buzzer beater shot. And we ended up losing the game at the buzzer. Uh, it was a, a neck and neck game. And no one thought that Richmond would have been playing with us. So for the Jayhawks still to be able to pull out a win and you know that you're going to get everybody's best shot. Uh, to me, that's what I took away the most from it. You know, young guys stepped up. Dewan Harris, I thought was great. Again, never going to uh, lead the the talks as far as you know, almost production in the game and getting interviews. But I thought Dewan Harris was great. Obviously, Jalen Wilson is uh, obviously coming into his shell very good, and Grady Dick was solid as well too. But um, they just got to continue to get better, keep fighting, and know that every game that they play this year, if they want to be a national champion, there's going to be some games like this Southern Utah, even when they're the big favorite or even when they're not the favorite. Yep. It's funny you bring up Richmond because I'm having flashbacks. Uh, <laughs> my sophomore year, we beat them in overtime, uh, and they gave us a run for our money. And this was uh, – I think it was like a Thanksgiving holiday tournament. We were down in Texas. and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that was still kind of like they. That was probably after you know you had you had got them, but they, they the way they built their program. It's I'm, I just saw Richmond uh, in Brooklyn against Syracuse um, the other night. Yeah. Excuse me, yeah, Syracuse. And uh, look, they're they're a solid program, and they've kind of built yeah. themselves into like a kind of a VCU type, right? Where they're yeah, kind of, they're, they're a dangerous team and they're a respected team. But you know, I think for for this game, you mentioned Dewan, you know, not a high level assist game. He had to score. Right. I mean, he had yeah. they, they, they were definitely forcing him to score. And, and he did do that. He went six of 11 from the field for 14 points, but he had four steals. Yeah. Um, you know, his impact defensively again still shows. So it just goes to show you, Dewan is fully, you said this before, he's fully capable of scoring. You yeah. know, he's a pass first point guard, which I, I love pass first point guards. I, I, think, yeah. I think passing is such an underrated part yeah. of, of basketball and offense and there's there's it's great when you can have a scoring lead guard but you got to have a lead guard that can pass and facilitate but it was good to see dewan show that, that he's fully capable yeah. and got to the free throw line as well and, and was aggressive trying to score and i really think for um you know i don't think dewan's probably talked about probably not given enough credit uh because you have Jalen wilson you have grady dick who attract a lot of attention and but I do think that Dewan is going to be a very key role in the Jayhawks. I think being able to run deep, uh, with him being able to score, uh, I think that's just going to open up so much when he shows that he can, or when not then he shows that he can, when he just does it, uh, it just opens up so much more. But again, I will say this he's proven that he didn't have to score to win a national championship. So, to counter what I just said. I can see him, you know, still putting down low numbers and still being able to do this. But I really think that if DeWan can uh, really enhance his scoring, it's just going to take off so much more pressure on other guys as well, too. Uh, they're going to have to help off of, uh, help off more. And DeWan 
has a really great eye of finding his teammates, and it's just going to open up more things for him as well, too. But kudos to Dewan because he always finds a way to get it done offensively and defensively. I think he had four steals, mm-hmm. uh, so he was very active in that game as well, too. One of the guys that we haven't talked about that I wanted to bring up today is is KJ Adams. Yeah. Um, and I, I love KJ. He's, yeah. He's starting and and he's playing the five. And this is a different yeah. thing about it, right? I mean, he's a he's an undersized five, but he is so explosive off the floor. His verticality is is no joke. He had three blocks in this game. Um, and if you see, you know, KJ, he's his energy level is always so high when he plays. Yeah. You know, he, he plays so hard. It's it's almost one of those things where, you, you know, you have to keep him on the floor because he just gives you so much. Yeah. Particularly defensively uh, with his just ability to impact the rim. Just He is undersized, but he can really alter shots. And he's, he's rebounding the ball pretty well. It's going to be rebound by committee for Kansas with KJ starting. But I do think, you know, he's four for four from the field as as well in this game. He's a play finisher, right? Yeah. He's he's learning how to play off of these guards, and he's his role has elevated. Again, another national champion. I mean, he's he's back. Yeah, but it's a totally different role for him, and just the style that Kansas normally plays with. The, you know, you're a traditional five. He's more of an undersized five. But what what do you see from that position for Kansas? Just knowing how Bills operated in the past with the five. Yeah, it's it's definitely different how they've operated in the past. Uh, I'm not. Uh, I mean. KJ is a rim protect. I mean, he's a he's not your typical rim protector when you look at size. I mean, he still had three blocks. Um, so I mean, I guess you could say that is definitely protecting the rim. But I think with KJ, the thing that gets me with him is athleticism and bulk. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like literally athleticism and bulk. Like that guy is like he's thick. So when you talk about uh him him be, being able to guard a, a five well his, how how big and how strong he is his legs man like that guy's legs are so like i think his calves are bigger than my thighs <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly yeah but again that just goes to show you like he's a brick down there solid gonna be hard to move and obviously his upper frame up top he's just as big too so he's a thick kid but he's not a thick kid, just a thick kid. He's also agile and he can move. So I think that will be able to counter a lot uh, with, with KJ playing the five and, you know, he's just a dog. He hustles, he gets all over the place. So I would like to see, you know, I would hope to see that his numbers, you know, offensively could go up. if, If he's attacking the offensive boards and, you know, trying to get put backs and really use his athleticism to attack the offensive rebounds against some of these bigger, slower bigs. I think he can use that to his advantage because I think defensively and how the Jayhawks normally move, how they normally move on the defensive end, I think they would be able to uh, have KJ at the five and still do some things, whether it's trapping the post, whatever it may be. Uh uh, for him to still be able to, to to guard the big man, but I think KJ's done a really good job, and it's going to be interesting to see how how Coach Self now, you know, finds a way to 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 get him in the mix and get him involved with what they do offensively and defensively. Yep, we'll take a break. We'll be right back here on the Border War Podcast. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all 
Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back, everybody, to the Border War Podcast. You're here presented by 360 Vodka on the Kansas City Sports Network. And Jeff, let's get to it. Battle for Atlantis coming here for the Jayhawks. Yeah. They, they start with NC State. Um, this is a, a very important game, not just starting this Battle for Atlantis tournament, but this NC State team is athletic, and they got yeah. three really good guards. Um, their backcourt is, is talented, and it starts with Terquavion Smith, who – Went through the draft process last year as a freshman. He was a lethal scorer in the ACC. He's averaging 19 a game right now. He's also averaging three and a half steals. His assist numbers are up. They've transitioned him from the two to the one. So he's going to be playing the point. But yeah. he is a scoring guard. Big, big game for Dewan uh, guarding Terquavion Smith, who's got a little bit more size. But I expect that to be the matchup. I also think it's yeah. going to be defense by committee against – Jark Joyner, who's a freshman, who's averaging 17 a game and can shoot it and has got extended range. So, it, it, you know, Kevin Keats has done a nice job putting this team together. They lost Darion Sebron um, to us, by the way. He's a New Orleans Pelican. Just want to shout out Darion Sebron, who had a great year <laughs> last year. But th- they've they've replaced Darion with, with a, another talented freshman. Marcel's a good scorer. Clark's a good scorer. Uh, they, they got some pieces here. Very different than Southern Utah, obviously. Yeah. It's a team that can score the ball. So it's going to be another challenge today for the Jayhawks with, again, a, a smaller lineup that's really got to bring it defensively and limit the the athleticism of NC State, who is a very good attacking, drive-and-kick, transition, high-tempo team that Kansas is going to have to really match today. Yeah, uh, and again, you know, Kansas is going to – they're going to almost see a different matchup, and they're used to it you know, every, almost every different game, especially when you start getting out of non-conference, you're really going to see different, some different style of sets, different styles of play. And NC State, you know, they're not, I'm just going to tell you, they're not scared of the Jayhawks. I mean, why would they be? They they, they play in the ACC, um, you know, every year they have to face Duke, they have to face North Carolina. So this is a, this is a squad that they're used to playing these, these, Two blue blood schools, so um, this is going to be a really good game. And I think you you said it best. You know that matchup. I, I want. I really want to see that matchup between Smith and and Dewan. You know, uh, obviously what Dewan brings on the defensive end and what Smith brings on the offense offensive end for them. It's going to be a good test for Dewan. Um, you know, just to, to see. You know what type of defender he's going to be that game and what type of challenge he's going to step up to this this game. But um, I think a lot of people are, are, are really excited to see, you know, Coach Self back. 
back on the on the bench. Uh, you know, I know Norm is. I mean, Norm might be one of the the, the only guys that I know right now that has not lost the game in the field house as a, <laughs> as a coach. So I know he's sitting, he's sitting pretty well as well, but I know they're going to be excited to have coach self back. This is going to be a tough game. Obviously, like you talked about with the driving kick, this is going to be something that uh, the Jayhawks normally see. Uh, this would be a great game from the, because this is a game that they normally see when it gets deep into the tournament. Uh, so sometimes it's a lot of drive and kick and they got to be able to have good solid closeouts, uh, being able to pressure the ball, stay in front. So this is going to be a good test for the guards, uh, uh, a really big test for the guards. One of the things that I think you look at the, the Southern Utah game and where they're, you know, there's some question marks going into this game. Yeah. Tavion Jones had 25 for Southern Utah. Expect Terquavion Smith to be very similar in terms of he's going to shoot the ball. Yeah. Uh, they're going to shoot some shots early in the clock. Uh, Terquavion Smith has extended range. That's what, to your point about maintaining the ball, that's going to be such a tough because mm-hmm. you've got to get out to Terquavion Smith. He extends your defense yeah. with his range. I mean, he has extended range. So, and he can shot fake. And then once he gets into the teeth of the defense, he's yeah. showing that he's, he can make some plays. Yeah. <laughs> this is an NBA talent uh, for sure. <laughs> Uh, you look at the depth in this game, NC State's going to play 9, 10 guys, 11 guys. Kansas struggled in terms of their bench yeah. in the Southern yeah. Utah game in terms of production. That, to me, Bill Self coming back first game, I think that's something that the staff is going to look at is how to get something out of the bench in yeah. this game. Every coach will tell you that you know that. It, it, to, it doesn't matter really who your starters are. Your starters are going to lead you, but you got to have your your bench step up, and I look at Bobby Pettiford and Uday, and you know MJ Rice is kind of banged yeah. up. I think MJ, you know, hopefully he can get healthy to where he's going to really be an impact. I think down the road. Yeah. But Joe Yesifu and Zuby, like th- those guys, they're they're playing for for minutes still. Um, you know, we're still in November, where we are at the end of November, and these are big games now. Um, but I think ironing out the bench and trying to get some production from your bench is an important piece, uh, not just in the NC State game, but I think in this tournament, knowing that the bracket that's ahead for Kansas in this battle for Atlantis. Yeah, and you mentioned it best. You know, you can't, you can only rely on your starter so long, and you can only ride them out so long. And you know, if you're rolling, I think they really wrote six deep. Uh, so those guys played high minutes uh, to to pull off that win against. Uh, Southern Utah, and you know this is a it's a grind of a season, and this is only the the fourth. They've only played four games, uh, so it's a grind of a season. So you're gonna have to be able to re- rely on that bench, and not just be able to put the bench in to you know hope. Please, please let us please let us stay above water while we have our starters out. You know you wanna you want your bench to be able to come in and uh, still compete at a high level. And whether the score changes or not, you just want them to be come in and and help you by not hurting you. And, you know, that's just by doing the little things, not turning the ball over, making sure that you're getting stops or obviously you're coming in and you're scoring and getting you. Your group is coming in scoring and not getting stops and getting stops. I think those are the things that the bench is going to have to be able to come to do. If you're going to come in and you're not producing on the the scoring end when you're when you guys are in and your unit is in, make sure the other team's not scoring if you're not scoring. So these are some some. Uh, some uh, wrinkles that I know that they're going to have to iron out 
you know, Bobby played pretty high minutes and I think he had, you know, two fouls. Uh, and really that was pretty much it. Uh, he had a lot of zeros. So, you know, uh, a lot of these guys on the bench are going to have to step up. You talked about MJ he has to get healthy. Yep. Um, Ernest is going to, you know, have to step up. Zuby, some of those guys, you know, both of those guys, I think as time goes on, because they're so young, uh, uh, they're going to catch on. But obviously you have big games that come in between that. Uh, so they're going to have to really lock in and focus uh, and best best way, just figure it out. You yeah. know, you have to figure it out. You look at this bracket too. Kansas side of the bracket is tough. You got NC yeah. State and then you meet the winner or loser of Davidson, Wisconsin. And the other side of the bracket, SUFC, BYU, Tennessee, and Butler. It's yeah. a good tournament. But uh-huh. Kansas side of the bracket's no joke to get to the championship game. Um, but in, I've been to Battle for Atlanta, so it went a few years back. And the one thing about playing in the, the, the morning game um, and just the, you know, getting started in this tournament, it's a neutral site floor. Yeah. And it's almost like a banquet hall. So, you know, it's it's a very different, you know, setting in terms of, of how – I think this is important for your leaders. Yeah. Like Jalen – uh, and Dewan to set the tone before you even step on the floor. Yeah. Right. This is you bring your own energy. This is not going to be like a normal. You're not in Allen Fieldhouse. It's not going to be like a normal feel for some of these young guys. We're talking about the bench and the depth. Yeah. Getting these guys, it can't always be the coaches, as you know. And that's yeah. something that Kansas has been so great with is their veteran leadership has always been able to help the young guys along. You, you know, you and I both have been in these situations or yeah. being brought along from our, from older guys and then bringing younger guys along as you get older. This is an, a leadership game to me in terms of your, your guys that carry you and Jalen and Dewan. And you know, I think even Kevin McCuller, who's an experienced player, they've been in these type of games. It's a different feel and you got to get off to a hot start or, or yeah. what I should say against NC state. Cause they can, they can really build their leads quickly with how they yeah. run and their, their guard play. Yeah, you know what, and it's funny that you say that they got to get to a. It's an early game. Those senior guys, they got to find a way to get get guys going. And I think it starts like early in the morning, right when you get up. You get up. You know, players are hanging around each other's room. I mean, it goes even from that senior leadership going around, making sure guys are loose, cracking jokes, playing around, getting into film session, breakfast, like having that upbeat attitude. And I think one of the, the, the guys that was really great at that, that w- could keep guys loose was Aaron mouse. He did a really great job of that. And he didn't have to do it when he was a senior, but I think Jalen has that type of p- personality. He's won a national championship. Uh, I think Dewan's a little bit more laid back, uh, but I think Dewan will still be in there cracking jokes and doing some of that stuff. But I think really it, it starts right when they get up and it's, you know, really making sure the mood of the players is really loose uh, just so they, you know, they can come out and compete and just not have to think. Just play as one and go out and compete. Jeff, happy Thanksgiving. We'll yes. uh, we'll uh, be in gobble, touch. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. <laughs> yeah, we'll be in touch next week. Big tournament. It's going to be a fun one, especially around the holidays. Everybody talks yes. football around the holidays, and it's great, but some good, good games. We saw yeah. great some great games yesterday in Maui with, you know, Creighton and Arkansas. Yeah. And, you know, Tennessee and – or excuse me, Illinois and UCLA last week. There's been a lot of good games, some good teams too. So enjoy. It's it. Keep coming. <laughs> That's right. Happy Thanksgiving to, to all. Happy of us Thanksgiving. Here. You bet. And we'll uh, we'll talk next week, Jeff.
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.